Blog Talk Radio.
just to talk about what are they looking for, what's unique to them, what exactly do they need, what do they think they want. Um, and then it's usually I'd like to get we, – we like to get them out to see a few homes, and then once we start seeing homes, it's a little bit of better education on what they really want because um, I think I've said this before, <laughs> I'm sure, on one of our, our calls, but, um, you know, someone, for instance, if they move from Florida – they'd say, well, I don't need a basement until they see a basement. Then they go, wow, I need a basement. So people, you know, until you get them out and seeing houses, you really don't need get any idea what they're looking for. And, and you don't know, for instance, like you don't know if they're handy. Some people say, hey, I can do some updating. We can do some substantial updating. Well, substantial updating might be painting your room to some people. Another buyer, it might be, you know, replacing their kitchen. But um, it depends on how handy they are and, and what they've done in the past. And, and that, that can only be learned by talking to them and then showing them some houses. And in that process of showing them houses and, and getting to know them a little bit, um, do you find, yeah, I'm sure, you know, where they are at um, in terms of knowledge, uh, is there a lot of teaching that needs to go on to tell them what things to be looking for? I mean, they have maybe priorities in their mind of how they want a house to look or feel, but things we've talked about, location, resale value, is it a lot of teaching that, that goes into the first-time process as well? Yeah. So when you when we walk up to a house, I'll, I'll say, hey, look at this, look at the roof, look at the windows from the outside, where does the water run from the house, and talk about those sorts of things. But certainly we do have to educate them on the major things. And, and you know, I, I've said this again before, but I will say that, I, as an agent, do not want to sell someone a house that I cannot sell in the future. In other words, if the market is hot today and it slows down and it normalizes or it's slow, real slow, can we still sell that house in three, five, ten years if they give me a call? And and these are the things you look for is location, um, schools, and in our area, schools are very hot, of course, dependent um, and such. But but then, you know, there are other things, like a first-time buyer, I always laugh, a first-time buyer will buy the house with the old furnace, the old air, and the old roof, but it'll look pretty inside, right? The second mm-hmm. uh, move-up buyer, well, first thing they're going to look for is the age of the roof, the age of the furnace, the age of the, the uh, air conditioner, because they had to replace it, because they didn't buy a house with updated utility, you know, furnace and air inside. Mm-hmm. So usually those buyers, they, they're looking for pretty, and they're looking for conveniences, but you have to make sure that they're, they understand that, hey, this furnace is 26 years old. It's going to have to be replaced. And we want them to know that, a little bit of that, before they get before the inspection, right? We want them to not get too far into the process and know what they're up against. Um, but as always, location is, is king, right? It, it is in real estate. I know, I know it's true. a saying, but it's true. It, it is. And, and that process of looking at the, the mechanicals in the home and things that can be big-ticket items um, is a great lesson to learn. And you mentioned earlier, though, that some of the new buyers are coming in with a, a little more money to spend. Um, what should a first-time buyer be thinking in terms of budget? Um, should they have a target price? Should they have a range? And should they have a certain amount set aside to do things that need to get done after they get the house? Yeah, so it's interesting. So some buyers, many for some buyers right now, don't want to do anything. They just don't want to be inconvenienced. They want to buy that move-in ready house and everything's perfect. And and dare I say that's why you know we have a house coming to market right now and has 15 offers because 
that's the house that everyone wants, right? So if they do have a budget and they do have the wherewithal and understanding to do some of these things, we do talk about what it costs to do some updates and such and what they're willing to do, what they have time to do. Sometimes there's just no time, right? Um, but they have to be aware of those items that could happen or may happen. And, and it's something as an agent, I think a, a professional agent should be able to give them some pretty good handle on that. Now, we don't really want to make the house when you walk through it. It's just an, a, a, looking at the, the financials of every single piece. We want them to either I like the house or I don't like the house. And after that, we look at the finances of it. But um, going back to your question on what they can afford or and such is, you know, I think that right now, especially with interest rates bouncing all over the place, it's really important that they understand how much they want to afford. And when I say how much they want to afford, it's different than how much they can afford, right? Because um, I think the generation before them, uh, dare I say my generation or older, it was how much can you afford, right? And I think many, because of these high-income um, buyers, it's really what do they want to spend on a monthly basis for their house? Um, most of the time they can afford much more than that, but I want to, them to be comfortable um, in what they can, what they want to afford. And, um, and then, as you said, you know, they have some extra funds on the side to do some updates and such. But uh, it's really important that they have a better understanding of, you know, what their finances are. And, and, and sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, I've been renting for the last five years and spending this much, and I'm comfortable with that. Oh, okay. Then we know what you, you certainly can and you're comfortable with. But that's not to be confused with the mortgage person could say, well, you're approved to uh, spend 8000 a month. Well, but they really want to spend 2500 right? So it's, it's really what the, – because they want to do their – they have their coffee. They want to go on vacations, and maybe they're planning family. Maybe they have one income that might come off a little bit if they're going to have a family. And these are things that, you know, it's in their minds, and it's important to understand what they need and want. Now – we're talking with David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group, and you can always learn more at schwabegroup.com. Uh, a lot of information on the website there, and uh, we'll share a phone number shortly where you can reach David as well. But um, you, I was pleased at the beginning when you, you mentioned that you really enjoy working with first-time buyers. I wasn't sure if they were problematic. And it would seem to me that maybe sometimes when you get first-time buyers, you also get parents or helpers or uh, it's kind of a group and uh, I assume that's kind of a little something you have to navigate to to go through the process when when they come equipped with help yeah absolutely and, and I always tell you know if, if the parents want to be part of the process and I understand that you know um, if they want to be part of the process that's absolutely fine but I think that they should get involved earlier rather than later and by that I mean this is that um, um, yeah, I might, I've had in the past a couple that they might have looked at like 20 homes and um, they've, they've narrowed it down to this, this is the best house or these two are the best homes, right? Well, they've, they've, ed- they've seen 20 houses and they've educated themselves on the market. In essence, what I already knew, but now they're comfortable and educated in the market. Then if mom and dad come from out of state and don't know the market, they say, wow, I can't believe that house why would you be buying that house because they don't understand the market what's available in in our area for that price point and such um and that's difficult so i usually admit hey if the parents are interested that's fantastic let's get them involved early on so they can see some of the earlier houses so they know what the market has to offer um you know sometimes if you come from an area in um i don't know 
I guess Iowa is an example. Central Iowa, our houses might seem extremely expensive um, for what you're getting, but once they see 20 houses, they understand that. And if we got someone else coming from New York City, they might think our houses are cheap, right? So it depends on where the parents are coming from. But if they're local, the parents obviously know the market pretty well. Um, but I usually recommend getting get them involved early and so they understand the market um, if they want to get them involved. And, and just a couple minutes left here, but I'm, I'm curious, are, are buyers today, especially younger ones, um, coming equipped with, with more, if not better, tools? Are, there, uh, are they educated in various apps and things that they've done their research on as opposed to combing through newspapers uh, the way some of us used to do? <laughs> <laughs> newspapers? What is that? Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, they actually are pretty knowledgeable on the market, and they've done a lot of research. I have people come to me and say, well, I've seen 100 homes. I'm like, wow, what, what happened to that agent? And I'm like, no, no, I saw it online. Okay, good. All right, and, 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 um, but, you know, it's a matter of educating them and taking them out, seeing houses. Uh, our Compass apps, by the way, are phenomenal, um, and we usually get them on our system, and we can work with them. And they can obviously still use their apps, but uh, – there's some really good tools we have for our buyers and uh, so, so we can keep track of what we're looking at, what we're interested in. Well, um, obviously, for you, a first-time buyer, uh, a successful experience lead to repeat business and referrals, so I know that you take great care of these people and people who are listening now and want to find out more, whether it's the first time or, or just looking to make a move at some point, um, why don't you let them know where they can get a hold of you, Dave? Sure. Um, my phone number is the best way, 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747. And uh, my website is schwabigroup.com. My email is david, D-A-V-I-D, at schwabigroup.com. So it's S-C-H-W-A-B as in boy, E, group.com. And um, by the way, I had uh, someone the other day reach out from across the country looking for some information on moving, certainly if you're moving in your area and it's not in my area, I can certainly give you a good, fantastic agent for your area to help you out as well. Yeah, great great point there. And one of the great benefits of doing a podcast like this is we can reach people really anywhere. And uh, appreciate, David, all the time you spend to share information here on your home buying compass. We've got a couple of uh, great episodes lined up, so we'll look forward to those conversations. And again, uh, 847-636-6747. David at schwabigroup.com or plenty of listings and other information, including podcasts and videos at schwabigroup.com. Thanks, David, for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will look forward to uh, having a conversation again soon on your home buying compass.